You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. New episode of Here the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora, and we are back talking more Fear the Walking Dead. It is the fifth season, and we are now on the third episode, Humbug's Gulch, which is a <laughs> tremendously named episode, but an aptly one because the majority of this episode took place literally at a place called Humbug's Gulch. Right. Uh, which was like an old-timey western theme park, kind of? Yeah. It seemed like a role-playing theme, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot actually happened in this episode. Uh, there, This this was not another big action... Uh, this wasn't a big action-y, uh, action-packed episode, but I thought this was uh, a great like character developing episode and Mm -hmm. we got introduced to uh, an old familiar face as well. So let's talk about what happened in the episode. Uh, The group is now plotting out the locations of the Walker roadblocks. Uh, The, uh, whatever they are, the intestine roadblocks. Uh, (laughs) And uh, they're seeing that they're forming a big perimeter around the area. Uh, Alicia begins searching for Max's family after hearing a message from them over the radio. John and June come under attack and take shelter in Humbug's Gulch, a ghost town that once acted as a theme park attraction, similar to one that John once worked at. Apparently, Aurora, it was a chain of mm-hmm. of Humbug's Gulches in Texas. Uh, <laughs> and John worked there as a, as a trick shot artist. We know that he did trick shots before, but uh, they retrieve some guns from a saloon during a dust storm when they are attacked by Dwight. Uh, he eventually, uh, after they uh, manage to subdue him and get him inside, he eventually reveals that he's searching for his missing wife, Sherry. Dwight's search has taken him from Virginia to Texas, following notes from Sherry, who seems to be on the run from some bad people. Dwight gets trapped by a herd while searching their car uh, that they took from the radio uh, that John and June took from the radioactive camp for the next clue, which turns out to actually be a dead end. June talks Dwight out of suicide uh, after he doesn't find anything, and uh, the three take out the herd together. Uh, using his experience as a policeman, John determines that Dwight was actually searching the wrong car. the The VIN number on the the registration that Dwight had did not actually match the vehicle uh, that they that he thought was hers. Uh, John then determines uh, that, based off of this, Sherry might in fact still be out there. Uh, Dwight and Morgan are reunited for the first time since their war with the Saviors and put the past behind them, 
and uh, Dwight leads the group to the biggest walker roadblock yet. Dwight says this extends out as far as he could walk. So we're talking big. Uh, But they are then interrupted by a call from Max. Uh, The group finds a bloodied Dylan, while Max and Annie are setting up another walker roadblock and plot to use Dylan to find out why Morgan's group is in the area before making sure they are not a threat to them. So it seems, Aurora, that the walker roadblocks are not put up by this mysterious group uh, that we Mm -hmm. don't know anything about that took Althea, uh, but instead uh, have been created by these kids. And possibly not in a nefarious way, but they just don't trust these grown-ups. Right. Uh, So what did you think of episode three? I'm confused. Okay. (laughs) Right. Um, I'm confused, first of all, about how these three kids, it's Mm. not even teenagers. It's like, I I don't know. The oldest one is a teen. A teen, right? The girl, yeah. I think she's Annie, I think, is a teen. Uh, they, how did they do this by themselves? I have no idea. How do they wrangle up all of these walkers? Yeah. I have no idea. Well, I mean, they sort of show it a little bit. He's got some sort of like, he's got some, the kid's got some sort of like. It's like football gear or something. Yeah. And he's got like a yeah. weirdly like supported broom or something that he can mm-hmm. use to like hold the a walker in place while I guess they cut him open and tie him to. Sign, but, yeah, but but who showed this to them? Like, right? I have a hard time thinking also, that they came up with this by themselves. Also, they must be doing this all day, all every day. day. Yes, because yes. they have not only. I mean, we saw the map. The perimeter is huge in which they made these. But then there's the one that Dwight takes the group to, and he's like, "This is extends as far as we, I can walk." Yep. Like it just goes on forever. It seems like maybe they're not the only people. The kids might not be the only ones doing this. I mean, the, the one thing that I, I thought of was maybe their parents were doing this to keep them safe and they died and they mm. continued what their parents were doing. Mm. That's possible. Um, but we do have the radiation situation and yes, I, I don't know, like someone kidnapped uh, that other person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. That's why I'm confused. The is guy it in the two black different suit. groups? Yes. Is it two different groups working separately? Mm-hmm. Or is it this is it that these two groups are working together? Is it that the kids are working with Yeah. The guys in the black well, uh outfit. I think my feeling is that the the kids are separate from whoever these guys are in the, the black suits. Uh like whenever they, when they ran into the kids originally I don't think the kids were planning on it. Like they just bumped into them, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they constantly were warning them, like it's not safe around here. It's there's, but they never they never really explained to them what's bad. They're just like you know we should just show you, or we can't we can't exactly tell you, but right. there's something bad, and maybe they used to be a part of this group, or their parents did, and they split off, or. Maybe the kids just always knew that this threat was here. I don't think... I don't think they're nefarious. I I think they're just looking out for themselves and they don't trust anybody. And I think Mm -hmm. that the big bad people are the people in the black suits. But we don't know anything about them. They've been been very secretive outside of the one scene with Althea. She killed that one that turned into a walker and then the one kidnapped her. 
presumably they also have Dwight's wife, perhaps? Maybe, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's what's going on. I don't, I don't know. So, well, well, this leads to the bigger question, mm-hmm. which is, in the previous episode, we saw, we, did, we didn't see it happen, but we know that people went to a great uh, difficulty to put severed heads Zombies in a billboard. Yes. Was this the kids? I so I don't know, but I, I, you'd you'd think that maybe yes, because obviously these kids are doing this creative like intestinal roadblock thing. Yeah, it's pretty creative. Maybe they did that too, but that doesn't really serve much of a purpose. No. So that's why I'm confused. That's why I'm kind of like, hmm. So maybe that's happening. Yeah, right. Maybe it's not them, but maybe it is. They're, they're, they are definitely a lot of questions are being posed and mm-hmm. not a lot being answered. But I, I mean, I'm okay with that for right now. We're only yeah, in the third good. episode, but yeah, there are a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of uh, Dwight's return to Walking Dead television? Uh, what, what did you think of his appearance in this episode? Um, I think it, it was okay. I liked the, the scene with, between him and Morgan that he was like, hey, guys, you know, sorry for what happened. Morgan was like, you know what? We don't have to talk about that right now. <laughs> Just shush. Yeah. Like, uh, it's we don't, okay. want, I know we don't need you. people to know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I thought uh, he was the highlight of this episode for me. Yeah. I, I thought they brought this character from The Walking Dead who. Uh, you know, they gave time to, and they gave some development to, but they gave him, like, development from within the story they were telling on The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did do one or two episodes where they actually gave him a little bit more depth to his character on that show. Uh, I don't right. remember the episode in particular, but, you know, the one where he set aside, like, a place for him and his wife um, mm-hmm. to, to, like, get together yep, and such. Uh, I thought they did way more for him in this one episode than he got in all of his run in Walking Dead. Uh, I thought his character felt way more uh, developed in this episode. Or they they just gave him so much more. Uh, yeah, I really loved the uh, the the scene with June talking to him mm-hmm. in the car where he's thinking about just ending it. Uh, and uh, just his whole just it's it's not even just. A lot of it for me was some of it was just in the dialogue and the way it was delivered. It just I don't know. It felt so good to me. Like yeah. I was just watching him. Like this is just just really good. This is good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I was I don't know. This is the thing that has separated this show from the regular Walking Dead for me. I feel like they do such a good job with character moments in this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a shame to me. Like I look at the ratings for this show and this show does like under 2 million viewers a week. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's just a shame. I think it's a much better show than regular walking dead. Uh, Agreed. especially when it gets going, uh, it's sometimes much better than regular walking mm-hmm. dead, I think. But, uh, I thought they continued to do a good job in this episode. I want John Dory and June to be my mom and dad, Aurora. Well, I'm a little worried about them because every time you show two people being that happy, mm-hmm. something's going to happen. And they're such good people. They're amazing people. I yeah. love John Dory. I, I can't remember early on if it was you or me who didn't like him that much. Uh, I, that might be me. It could have been you. 
I thought he was okay, but I really like his character. Uh, and the, I mean, look, I, I can't speak for you, but I was pumping my fists in the air when he did a trick shot at the end to Mm -hmm. kill two zombies, ricocheting Mm -hmm. a bullet off of an ax. When he was like, (laughs) Dwight, they almost clear all these zombies and Dwight shoots one, but it falls on him and he can't get up. He's pinned. He's holding an ax that he killed the zombie with. And there's two coming, but there's only one bullet left in the chamber. And (laughs) June's like, I got one, one shot left. And John's like, that'll be fine. And I'm like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. he's going to do some sort of trick thing, isn't he? And then he's like, <laughs> Dwight, hold up the axe. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to do a trick thing. Uh, <laughs> and he did. And I was, like, yep. pumping my fist in the air. I thought that was – that's the kind <laughs> of fun stuff that they do not have in Walking Dead proper. We, uh, and it's and it's okay because they've been establishing for quite a while that mm-hmm. John Dory is, like, a crack shot. He's a trick shotter. He's got ridiculous aim. He was a policeman. Like, you can – buy that this is plausible and the best part is at the end he's like that's only the second time i've ever done that <laughs> yep so like one time he's only managed it one time and uh the second time i thought that was uh i thought that was great they sort of played it off like it was a bit of a fluke mm-hmm. uh, that he very well could have not pulled it off but uh you know uh what was it like an episode or two ago where it may have been john who's like Maybe we're just the ones who got all the luck. Right. Just lucking into all these situations. I don't know. Which is, you know, it's dangerous things to say in The Walking Dead. That's what I'm saying. Sure is. (laughs) I mean, look, as soon as they got to that that huge block, that huge walker block uh, blockade, and they're about to be like, we're going to cross it and see what's on the other side of it. As soon as they're about to do it, they get walkied in and they're like, hey, we're, we're, we've reconsidered. Yeah. And I'm like, this is trouble. Like something here. Right? right. That's exactly what I was going to say. When you yeah. hear the kid in the walkie talkie, like you can clearly tell he's lying. You can clearly tell. I don't understand how. Alicia the timing. Said, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I'm oh, safe. this, this timing oh. isn't suspicious at all. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> But, I say, come on, Alicia, you're better than this. But it's, it, it is, again, it is possible that they're being honest and they just don't trust these people. They heard what Alicia had to say. She gave them the speech. She kept trying to say, you know, just, you know, do you hear me? Do you hear me? And Morgan's like, just talk to them. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, she tells her that she lost her mom and her brother. Um, she, these are things that she should have told them before. She understands where they're coming from, but, you know, they want to help and maybe... They don't believe that right now, but give them a chance and maybe they will. Uh, Maybe they did hear that and they're like, well, it sounds good, but we can't be for sure. So let's do this thing to like get some info. Let's see if they're being legit about it or not. And it's possible that they're not horrible, that they're just scared and they are scared to trust anybody. Which is mm-hmm. which is possible. We could still our our dudes in the crazy black armor suit thingies that I still not sure how they're able to see out of. Uh, I think those are the bad guys. Maybe I mean maybe they won't be the bad guy. It's hard to say. Uh, it will be a twist. It will be a twist if the kids are the bad guys and the guys in the black suits are, are like, actually helpful. Oh, we're trying to save you from those kids. <laughs> those kids are horrible. <laughs> That would be a twist. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, 
look, uh, that guy in the first episode, like Polar Bear's trucking partner, like I thought I was a little worried they were going to set him up to be the bad guy, but it seems like Mm -hmm. maybe not. But then again, maybe his guys are the guys in the black suit. Who knows? It doesn't seem, (laughs) it doesn't seem like it though. It seems like they've, they moved away from that. So, you know, maybe it won't be, but you know what? I I don't look. I don't want this to turn into another Tobias thing for us, Aurora. Oh, but I yeah, do kind Tobias. of. Who is still out there, by the way? <laughs> I know we haven't mentioned it this season yet, but believe you me, just like mm-hmm. Sherry is out there still, and yep. Althea is somewhere. So is Tobias. He's out there somewhere, yes. ruling some part of the country. Listen, if I don't see a character actually die in the show, it's alive in my in my in my oh, eyes. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Uh. So look, it's. I don't want this to turn into another one of those situations, but I am kind of really crushing on the idea that the kids are really the villains and the <laughs> dudes in the black suits are actually nice people trying to mm-hmm. protect them from the evil kids. Yeah. I mean, we already saw evil kids in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yep. So beware. It's, not, it's possible. It's possible. That's right. You cannot yeah. trust them. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say you can't. You can only trust them as far as you can throw them, but they're kids. You can throw them further <laughs> than adults. So uh, that 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 saying goes out the door. But um, yeah, I'm, I like that scene with Dwight and uh, and Morgan as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, he was he was just like, you know, look, that's uh, that's water under the bridge, man. We're all we're yeah. all just trying to start a new here. But I mm-hmm. imagine that that's pretty common for this world. Oh, yeah. Like when John forgave Dwight, Dwight's like, I tried to shoot you guys a minute ago, and you're just willing to give me my gun back? And he's like, look, buddy. It's like, you're looking for somebody who meant a lot to you, just like June means a lot to me. And Mm -hmm. there was a time when we were apart, and I kind of lost myself for a little while. I know where you're coming from. It's like, I might have done the same thing in your shoes. Uh, Yeah, he's like, I shot a guy in this finger. And Judy's like, what? Yeah, and he's like, well, it was his little (laughs) finger, and he was an asshole. She, like, smiles a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's romance aurora in the yeah, post-apocalypse exactly that's exactly as, that's as good as you're gonna get like oh man exactly you should have turned to your husband and said would you shoot somebody's pinky oh i'm, I'm doing it after after recording this i'm oh, going to him I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like would you shoot someone in the finger for me <laughs> yeah like if he was a dick <laughs> I, I was missing and you needed to find me <laughs> and this guy was kind of an asshole to you would you shoot his finger off like just his pinky <laughs> You know, to try to get some information. For me. Would you do it for me? See what he says. Yeah, he's going to be like, sure. (laughs) He's like, random question, but uh, why not? (laughs) You know, if he knows you well enough, his first question would be, in this scenario, is it the zombie apocalypse? (laughs) This, he might this, have some questions for me. He might, is this he might the have scenario we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I really like this episode. Uh, I I thought it was, a, you know, a little low on uh, mm-hmm. action and adventure, but man, did I love the 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 character stuff they did in this episode, especially with Dwight. But uh, the kind of the building. The, they're continuing to pile on with John, Dory, and June and give them a little bit more as well. Also, I love some of the shots in this. Like, I loved uh, when they pull up to the to the gulch. They've got, mm-hmm. the, they've got the, the Western music playing, the high noon showdown music. 
and you've got wind and sand blowing everywhere and you've got tumbleweeds and there's yeah. like you get that iconic shot going right down main street of the town and then there's like a zombie walking down <laughs> it instead of a gunslinger uh yeah i thought that stuff was like real fun I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad they had fun with one of those old hollywood old west set like town sets that they've got erected everywhere yeah um, we had the we had the western episode in the walking dead they did <laughs> also yeah. they get a little chuckle out of me when they when they she's looking at the shop and she's like they had a brothel and he's like no it's like a like a soup place soup? <laughs> yeah well because it's like broth in capital letters and then like yes. a little el <laughs> That's very clever, actually. I'm sure that I'm sure all of the little kids they take there were like, "What's this?" <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, it's the soup. It's a place where they serve soup." And they're like, "Let's go to the brothel." Yeah, uh, and then they grow up and go to an actual brothel and ask for soup, and it's not they're not uh, gonna get it. They're gonna be so disappointed. <laughs> and then their parents will be getting a phone call late at night. <laughs> you lied to me. Uh, uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, I had a I had a good time. I'm curious to see uh, where things go from here. And based off of the title of the next episode, Aurora, I feel like, uh, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it sounds to me like Daniel Salazar's cat is going to have his own story. So, oh yes, uh, I hope so. Anyway, I, give I don't... me, give me, give me uh, his origin story. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll get that. I mean, I don't know why they're titling it the way they're titling it, but uh, before we give her uh, final thoughts and a score in this uh, week's episode, let's thank the good people over at Fandango for sponsoring the episode. Uh, to pick yourself up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life, cinemageekly.com slash Fandango, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. Uh, Aurora, any final thoughts on uh, Humbug's Gulch, and uh, what would you give it? I gave it a four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have nothing else to add, but I gave it a four and a quarter. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty close on this. I feel like I teetered back and forth on maybe giving it like a four, four and a half. But uh, that I don't know. The thing with the kids at the end kind of left me a little wary. I don't know mm-hmm. if I necessarily like how this is this is winding up, but, you know. We'll see. Like, for a second there, I thought, like, oh, man, they really brutalized these kids or maybe murdered all of them. And then when I saw that there was only one kid in there, I'm like, oh, man, they kidnapped the other two kids. And then they, when they revealed that the kids are the ones putting up the things, all I had yeah. were questions. Like, how were they able to exactly. do this? How were they able to do so many of these? How did they not die? Uh, you know, I yeah. it, it raised a lot of questions. It kind of lowered my feelings on the episode a little bit. But four and a quarter, I thought this was a really good episode, and I'm excited to see what we get uh, next week. So, uh, thanks for listening this week, everybody. Head on over to the website, uh, cinemageekly.com, where you can check out the archives of this show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, Just search for Hear the Walking Dead. Hit subscribe, and that way you can hear us come back next week and talk about Fear the Walking Dead Season 5, Episode 4, Daniel's Cat's Origin Story Episode. It's called Skidmark. Mark.